Mother's Day is right around the corner. And in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Welcome to another episode of Reasonably Shady. I am Giselle Bryant. What's up? What's up? This is Robin Dixon. Thank you for being here once again with us. Robin Dixon in the building. Yes, in the his out. In the hizzy hizzy house. We appreciate you guys for being here with us. Yes, we do. Right off of BravoCon 2023, which we will get into for sure. Um, Did you get some sleep? Are you rested? No. You're not rested? No, I'm not. (laughs) Mm-mm. Well, you flew in earlier. Yes. You you returned home. What time was your flight on Monday morning? Eight or nine a.m.? Yeah, something like that. So you were at least able to like get home and like yeah. kind of catch up and regroup and yes. maybe go to bed early. I 
I took a 140 flight. Okay. Didn't get, didn't land until like 840. Oh, that's the worst. Didn't even get to my car until like 940. Horrible. Yes. So like, yeah, it's a whole day. And then had to, of course, wake up the next morning and do the whole taking the kids to school thing. And so I'm still like, I I think I'm jet lagged a little bit. Okay. You got to, um, Early bird catches the worm. You got to go on that early flight, Robin. No, I know, but I was like, I thought, okay, BravoCon is like, you know, it's a lot. And I didn't want to, yeah. on Monday morning, be waking up all early. I just wanted to be like, okay, let me just relax. Yes. That was, would have been the first time we would have been able to relax. Yeah. Let me relax, take my time, get to the airport. Right. But then on the back end, you pay for it. Yes, for sure. Well, do you have a reasonably shady moment? Um, I do. Okay. So, of course, you know, whenever we travel, I'm gone, um, we have to figure out the kids' situation. Yes. Right? Very important. These children. Right. So, my kids go this year, they're in two different schools in two different directions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've talked about this. Corey's school is like close to 30 minutes away in one direction. Carter's school is closer to the house, it's eight minutes away. Corey's school, he has to be there at eight. Carter's school, he has to be there at by 820. Okay. Okay. However, since I was gone on Friday, because mm-hmm. I was going to BravoCon, you know, Juan was, Juan was going to have to get both of them to school. Okay. And it's impossible for him to take Corey and get home and take Carter and Carter get to school on time. But how do you do it? I take, we, we each take one. Oh, okay. Got it. Right. Okay. So, um, you couldn't do like early, don't they have early, what's it called? Early, um, like early, even if early drop off. Yeah. So Corey actually gets dropped off. His school starts at eight. We, we already drop him off at seven 30 oh, and okay. that's still not enough time to get home and get Carter like ready into school. But he has to be in the car. <sighs> okay. Throw them all in the car one time. Okay. That's okay. a I'm lot. sorry. I messed okay. up your, your shit. Okay. 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 <laughs> so, so for me, the most, the thing was like, okay, well, I looked at their schedules. Yes. Carter had math first period. Okay. Corey had an elective, robotics first period. So I was like, okay, Carter, I don't want him missing math. Yeah. So he can't be late. Corey can miss robotics. Okay. okay? So that was the plan. So no STEM for him. Not, not on Friday. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not on Friday. <laughs> So, so I told Juan, I said, get Carter to school first and then take Corey and Corey will just have missed robotics. Okay. No big deal. And, you know, so it's like, that's the story too. Like, okay, you you take him to school, you tell him, you know, whatever he tells people, my parent, you know, my mom's away. My dad had to kind of juggle both of us, blah, blah, blah. This is the best we could do. Just be honest. I get an email Uh Friday afternoon from like the assistant head of the upper school. Yes. Talking about, Corey, you were late to school because you had a doctor's appointment. What? I need, you need to submit a doctor's note. Why? Who lie, Who started the lie? Where'd the lie come from? Corey or the dad? Did Juan Antonio make this up? Yes. What in the world? Yes. So I we told- said tell the truth. I Shame guess, the devil. Well, no, actually, I didn't even say tell. I didn't think we needed to like <laughs> make up a story. I I texted Corey. I was like, Corey, why am I getting an email? Right, needing a doctor's note. He was like, Dad told me to say it. Oh my God, <laughs> Juan Antonio. So now, who who's gonna fake a doctor's note? I'm just ignoring the email. I'm just gonna if he if he. I don't know. I'm just hoping that, you know, that was just like a formality. He emailed me as a formality. No, you need to probably need a note. 
they, okay, is that so? Then I, what I'm gonna find? It's gonna find be, one of my no. find one of my doctor's friends to yes. be like, hey, can you can you write me up a doctor's note? Yes, call Doctor Simone in Atlanta <laughs> or call Doctor Jackie. Right. They're gonna write you one. Oh my god, no, Dr. They, no they're both OBGYNs. You can't call them. <laughs> <laughs> he was. <laughs> Listen, we got to find somebody. Oh my gosh. I don't, uh, why though? I, exactly why? Just be honest. Just say you because know, my, it needs it there's unexcused and excused absences. So this is going to be unexcused. I, but I don't even So and, and I think in your handbook it probably says it's only because my girl's been in Catholic school forever. Right. It's, it tells you how many unexcused you can have and it's not many. It's probably like two. Right. But this is okay, he's literally missed one period. So it's not even an absent. Well, I mean, it, it but is. they write you absent. Yes. How, however, in their mind. Right. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, so let's let's figure out. I don't know what out. to do. I, I know what to do. I have some doctor friends. I'm going to hook you up. <laughs> and, I'm not going to say their names on the podcast. My last sister's a pediatrician. Boom. I can easily put Boom. like. <laughs> where, where does she live? Her, her practice is in Virginia. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> no, perfect. not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we can just say he had to go all the way out there. No, she yeah. has a satellite office in Maryland somewhere. Right, right. But it's not open yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just like why just why i know yeah that's why? a mess yes unnecessary because you know what and this is this is a true example of if you start one lie you gotta keep lying <laughs> exactly forever so now i gotta make up a fake doctor's note <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just make it up dr dixon <laughs> excuse right, my get, son get my father to write it he's there been, we go he's been retired for there we go for 80 years he had to go see gramps <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Okay, my reasonably shady moment is actually BravoCon related. Okay. Since we just came from there. And, you know, this this was number three, BravoCon, right? Third BravoCon. Yeah, third BravoCon. Okay. You've been to all three. I've been to two. Okay. So, in every BravoCon, you get to your room. Mm -hmm. There's like flowers, cards, and candy in the room <laughs> from the hotel. Right. They're like, welcome. We're so happy that you're here. They treat me very much. Yes. Like Beyonce. Yes. Okay. Like the, like a VIP guest. I, I'm no the VVVIP. <laughs> right. I am like it's super important. Right. Okay. As are the rest of the Bravo town. Yes. It's yes. not just not yeah, just yeah. me. Yes. Not just Giselle. Yes. Everybody gets yes. like got gets tricked out. Tricked out, wined yes. and dined as if we are Michael Jackson. Yes. Okay. So I get to my room and I was looking around. I uh -huh. didn't see I I didn't see nothing. I didn't see a welcome note. I didn't see a note. <laughs> I didn't see. Now, let's let me back you. up. Let me back up. When I travel on my own yeah. with my kids or whatever, nine times out of 10, whatever hotel I go to, I'm getting a note from right. the manager and I'm getting some sort of cookie plate or right. a fruit Especially plate. Especially if it's a high-end luxury hotel, yes. which we were in. Which we were in. Right. We and didn't even have the fruit plate. No. Oh, wait. Let me back up. So they've... Every hotel these days, whether we know it or not, or one accept it or not, they're Googling who is coming to their hotel. Right. You get a little Google, they see who you are, and you get a little fruit plate or right. a cookie or two or some I think chocolates. That's standard. That's standard. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't think they I don't think they I think they do that. If they do it, they do it for every guest. Yes, not just Giselle. They, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The hotels? I no. They don't do that for every guest. I've been to other guys' rooms and that shit was blank. Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, we didn't get a damn thing. I was thinking that we would get something on day two because they're like, okay, I'm thinking everybody has settled in because I knew you were coming in a day late. So I'm like, okay, they probably wait for Robin to get in <laughs> no. before everybody gets their gift basket. We got no freaking BravoCon gift basket, and I want this to go straight up 
to the powers that be. Alert Andy. He did not. No one gave us a gift basket for no one. I know. Well, guess what? I asked about it. Go ahead. I, I felt you know, when I walked in, like yeah. the first thing I'm looking for, I'm like, where's my gift basket? Right. They have, you know, snacks and hoodies yes. and lotions and candles. Candles, and the whole nine. Right. The whole, the, you know, all types of stuff. Kitten caboodle. Um, I believe they're shipping them to us. That's a, who told you that? Okay. So I have, you don't have alerts set up for like FedEx and UPS when you have a, a package on the way to you. Yes. And well, let me say this. I'm going to talk about that on another podcast or some, okay. uh, a UPS situation I have going on right now, but go ahead. So okay. you got an alert. So I got an email from FedEx mm-hmm. that my package from NBC universal is oh. being delivered today. Oh, so that made me think I'm like, I don't, what would that be? I don't know. Right. But I'm like, oh, they must be shipping the gift bag, gift bags or baskets yes. to, to people, a, yeah. which makes sense because they were like lucky for like for me. I last year in New York, I I drove to New York, so right. like the gift bag wasn't a big deal. But imagine if we flew and you didn't have anywhere to put it, and then you have to carry it onto the plane. So, okay, so people probably complained about that, and so they decided to send it to us. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But like, where was my fruit? But basket? something exactly. Give me a little. Give snack. me a banana Give me and like, apple. All, chocolate covered almonds or something something yeah I, I mean i'll take anything and and not that i'm complaining they definitely should have had the snacks for sure the yeah. snacks yeah and the candles so i ran into a very high exec no, at Bravo. Not, no candles for you <laughs> <laughs> y'all know i like my hotel yes. candles and by the way burn it down when i went to um when i went packed for BravoCon, i had four candles oh that i took God. with me and three of them have been you know fully burned yeah fully burned um, so I had brought one back home. But anyway, oh I, I saw the powers that be. Yeah. And I rolled up on her. Okay. And I will not say her name. And I said, where's my gift bag? <laughs> and she was like, oh, Giselle, what do you mean? You wanted all of that stuff in your in your room? <laughs> I said, I want my damn candle. I like my room to smell good. She was like, really? I said, yes. She said, okay. Duly noted. Put it on the survey. Because, you know, they send us uh-huh, surveys uh-huh. after BravoCon to say what we like, what we don't like. Right. But I'm going to say, oh, let's get back to the fruit basket. So you, and you probably didn't even notice this because you were flying in. The morning, Friday morning, which uh-huh. was the first day of BravoCon, you have to think, we're in a hotel, nothing but housewives. Everybody's getting ready. Mm-hmm. Breakfast. Oh, <laughs> Them people were so overwhelmed right. with us calling for breakfast <laughs> that know. my breakfast took two and a half hours, literally. Two and a half? Oh, mine two was and a half hour and a half. half. Two and wow. a half. It was free. It was just oatmeal yeah. and some brown sugar. That thing was free. Okay. Wow. But, but I went off. I'm like, yeah. how are you all not prepared? Right. Do you know who has checked in the most hot maintenance people on the planet? Right. And maybe, but maybe Bravo didn't tell them, but they probably did. I had to have tell, told them. No, like, they said they were understaffed. I called. I talked to the manager. Wow. Because you know I'm always talking to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they said it was understaffed. How are you understaffed? Understaffed. And you have every housewife in the world. Yes. In your hotel. And not me and you, but them housewives like to complain. Oh, okay. What? Yes. As yes. I talked to every manager under the sun. Oh, yeah. I heard about. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I don't have a lot of BravoCon tea, but I did. Uh, yeah. I heard about one that was complaining in the lobby. Oh, yeah. T- let's talk about it. Who? So our makeup artist was like. Uh, yeah. Okay, but so just for the record, I just want to say the gift basket and the non-gift basket was the shady moment of the week. Yes. Okay, go yes, ahead. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Our makeup artist comes to yes. the room and she doesn't really watch Bravo, so she didn't really know. She don't know who's who is who. Mm-hmm. So she was like, 
And, you know, she got to her room at like seven in the morning or something. I don't know. And she was like, there's some lady in the lobby. She is going off on people in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. She is pissed because the restaurant is not open for breakfast Mm -hmm. because they don't open until they don't have breakfast. And so she is just tearing people apart and going (laughs) off on people. I was like, who is it? She's like, I don't know. I don't know who these people are. And I was like, well, what's she look like? She was like, well, she's tall with brown hair. And I said, oh, maybe that's Luann. Uh And she was like, I don't know. So then we were walking through the um, The hallways. Uh, At the forum. At the forum. Yeah. And Luann comes walking past. And she was like, yeah, that's the lady. (laughs) (laughs) Countess? Really, Countess? Right. You you down there screaming at people. Now, mind you, Countess, that... the room service was 24 hours. So you could have gone to your room and gotten some food, sweetie. Mm. So you didn't. Very true. Yes. It, like right. Even if the restaurant downstairs wasn't open. Right. Yeah. Just go to your room, go and, to order your your room food. and get food. Yes. And wait two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Maybe that's why she was downstairs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up <laughs> you couldn't believe it from iheart podcasts it's like the police knew who he was before they got here a story about money power and corruption the medical school dean at usc was leading a secret double life he's breathing right now yes he's absolutely breathing i'm a doctor actually there's no way that that guy's a doctor i'm paul pringle and i'm an investigative reporter for the la times This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so throughout the weekend of RivalCon, I don't know whether or not you people watched, but um, Robin <laughs> and I, you people, I shouldn't say you people. That's, it's that's rude. It's fine. I don't know. Everyone whether, is you people. We're not singling anybody. No, we're not. Everyone is you people. But we do remember. <laughs> the people. Who, I mean, who was that back in the day that said you people and that was terrible? It was somebody was running for a Probably pre- a white person referring to a black person. It was. No, that that is. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. But I, like who? Yeah. That, that, literally, that has happened. Right. Yes. And Carly's like, going to figure that out. But um, <laughs> the person was running for presidency. And he was at the NAACP conference <laughs> and he said, you people. you people. And that was the end of his run for presidency. <laughs> <laughs> and the person running was not Jesse Jackson because that right. would have been fine. He would have said, we people. These are our people. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, so Robin and I, once again, were called up to squash the beef. Oh, my God. Wait, so, did they air that on the actual Watch Robin's Live or is it bonus footage on Peacock? I have no idea. Because I haven't seen clips of it at all. I have no clue. Okay. Because I didn't I didn't see that. I didn't see it on yeah. that night. So the Watch What Happens Live that we filmed on Friday night, which was part of the Bravo Cons, uh, or the Bravos. The Bravos. The Bravos, the Bravos. Which was, you know, uh, like the Emmys and the Grammys and the Oscars. Yeah. It was very cute. Um, it was extra long. So yeah. I did read where 
they said bonus footage would be on Peacock or okay. like the whole thing would be on Peacock. Which so is good. I, so I don't know that it even aired on the regular. Okay, so, so let's tell the people what happened. Yeah. Okay, so last BravoCon, yeah. on this podcast, Robin and I were chit-chatting and we were talking about how it was disgusting that somebody went to the bathroom with no shoes on and it was one of them summer house, winter house people. And I, we did not say her name. We were trying to protect the girl. Right. Right. But Robin then goes on Watch What Happens Live and she says the girl's name. Right. Amanda. Yep. And then. I don't know her. I don't know her nothing. <laughs> well, I know so, her now. Right. We know her now. And so then, um, you know, she's on the same show that Jason's on. Right. So it was all this controversy because she knew that we was talking about her, her feet. Right. Her stinky feet. So anyway, the squash the beef, which is a whole thing at BravoCon. Right. First of all, we were on squash the beef last year <laughs> this podcast y'all it's getting us in trouble gets us in so much and trouble. and we're about to be in more trouble today because i got things to say about some people okay here we okay. go <laughs> let's keep it up keep it going keep it so going. anyway we squashed the beef with amanda and she actually is a sweet girl yes yeah she's very sweet she 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 um acknowledges that walking in a public restroom yes. barefoot is disgusting yes she said gross you yes. said disgusting gross uh-huh. her mother has told her don't do that but yeah. she still does it yeah and she's fine with it I'm just curious if, like, after she does something like that, do you like, at least take a shower or do you, like, get in your bed? I mean, like, I, I we would think that the rest of her body is clean. That's all I want to say. Hmm. Maybe the rest of her. So then I was, I had on slippers throughout my entire BravoCon experience, except if you saw me on camera. And so I went to go take a picture and I had on slippers. And so I took them off. So I was barefoot to take the picture. And I posted it. And then I tagged her. And I was like, uh, Amanda's rubbing off on me. <laughs> <laughs> this was letting but, her know it's all good. Oh my, but she rubbed off on a lot of people. Yes. I saw, okay, let's talk about barefoot people that we saw <laughs> over the weekend. Um, it was so funny. The night after the squash the beef that, you know, every housewife is there. I see Emily from OC yeah. walking out of the hotel barefoot. Out of the, the hotel that we're staying in? the morning. In. Yes, this was in the morning. Okay. She has her slippers in her hand. <laughs> And not on her feet. Right. Okay. Not on her feet. Lovely. And she's walking Who out said of- Emily? Emily from Lovely. OC. Okay. Walking out of the hotel to get to like the, our transportation yeah. area. By the way, Barefoot. she looks beautiful, by yeah. the way. Yeah, she looks and great. And so her, what, her Ozempic journey has been good for her. Yes. I cannot say the same for the rest of these for, ladies. I okay? agree. I think I heard that she, she said she took Ozempic to like jumpstart it. Yeah. And then got off of it. And now she's just like working out and eating healthy. That's, yes. you know, well, according to her. She looks what, good. What she the rest said. of them don't. She looks good. Some, okay. Yeah. Some people it's, it's, I want, I want the old, I Person want back. old people back. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Marlo it, looks good though. Well, yeah, no, but she's, yes, she looks great. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Marlo still- looks like you wouldn't necessarily know she's on it or if that she took it. Like she right. looks like she just lost a little bit of weight. Yeah. Which is good. perfect. And her booty's still juicy. Juicy booty, baby. Because yeah. I was actually feeling on it. I did too. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, okay, it's still there. <laughs> she actually bent over and put it in my face. Yeah. So I was like, okay. when you do that, that's giving me permission. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, okay, so Emily was barefoot. And then on Sunday night. Yes, Sunday had... night was a whole situation, y'all. <laughs> Sunday night was a thing, a thing, yes. thing. We attended our, our production company, Truly Original, had a party for like cast and producers, executives, whatever. Yeah. And we attended that. And we look around and it was 
And I have pictures to prove it. Who's barefoot? Ashley was barefoot. Ashley, no shoes on. NECA, our Neca, new housewife. New housewife, no, no shoes, shoes on. on. And who was the third one? Me? Sharice. No. Sharice, yes. No shoes on. No shoes. And I have pictures to prove it, and I'll be posting them at said occasion. I don't <laughs> <Yes>. know when. <laughs> yes. But I was like, y'all dirty girls. Yes. But it's so crazy. Like, y'all, when you're in Vegas, those venues are so humongous yeah, they are. even though it's like oh the party is at such and such like you literally get to the the venue and you have to walk a mile through the venue to yes. get to the actual spot so i always bring flats with me like but, slippers, but not only that they had the flats. slippers for us yeah but they don't but they want to be cute and walk all through oh, these no. damn hotels cute, with their heels on cute state in potomac they want to be divas no no divas in potomac uh-uh. my feet are fine ashley's feet are blistered <laughs> they're bleeding, bleeding right now they're yes. bleeding four days later bleeding oh yeah <laughs> i had to give ashley my heels like i had my flats on and i'm like here put my heels on because of course my feet are bigger than hers yes and so it was like two sizes too big hanging out in the back yeah ashley had them shoes on <laughs> yes <laughs> she was ready and i have pictures of that as well yes that i'll be posting later now speaking of that party did you see a dog at that party? Oh yes, I did. There was a one of the so one of the cast m- members on Summer House Martha's Vineyard. Okay, and this was a big deal. Lorraine was telling me this. The you know our executive was telling me this. What was the big deal? She brings that dog everywhere. So when they filmed Summer House Martha's Vineyard in yeah. that house, she brought that dog. Okay, and like so for she said first season, everyone had a fit. Like yes. nobody wanted the dog. They're like, oh my God, how can you bring a dog? Right. So, you know, they filmed their second season this summer. Uh-huh. She said, everybody loves a dog. Like the dog is part of the the house, the crew, the cast. The uh, Everybody, everybody loves the dog. Giselle don't love that dog. Right. Okay, I mean, let me just say this. I guess it's an emotional support dog for her. It okay. is. I asked Lorraine, I said, is it emotional support? And she said, yes. Oh, okay. Well, let's back up. Yeah. The dog is not like, just so y'all can understand what we're talking about. Yeah. The dog is not like, Alisa Vanderpump. It's not tiny. Jiggy dog. Yeah. Is it Jiggy? Jilly. Something. Jiggy. It's not like a little cute little Pomeranian dog. Yeah. No. No. This is like a big old dog. It's a it's not tiny. It's not but it's huge. Too big to be carrying around. So when she carries it around, mind you, she's very small. She looks like she's struggling. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a struggle to carry. Yeah. And I don't care what y'all say. After hours, you know what after hours are? (laughs) After hours are when we're at a bar or a club drinking. Yes. There's no kids or animals allowed. Yes. That is my rule. That's your rule? That is my rule. Yeah. So I didn't want, I looked up and that shit scared the hell out of me, the dog. See, I lived in Portland for a a couple years. Yeah. And they take take dogs everywhere. To the club? To the club. Well, restaurants. Like that was the first time when I'm, when when we lived in Portland in 2005, that was the first time I saw a dog in a restaurant. And I was like, what the hell is But does going she on? know that and we'll like, accept her without the dog? We'll accept you without this dog. She, Put the dog she down. can't function without the dog. She has like anxiety in the really? dog. Really? Yeah. How do we know this? I, that's what Lorraine said. Is it, Carly, you watch the show? She has, does she have anxiety or issues? or like? How, what did she explain? Did she say it was an emotional support dog? She said it was an emotional support dog and she needs it for what? I don't, what does she need it for? No, she just said that she has anxiety. The problem was with the dog is one, she didn't ask. Well, she didn't ask if she could bring the dog. To a house full of people. Full of Yeah, like what if I was allergic? And that's my thing. I'm allergic to certain things. The dog was near me. I started itching. Let's be clear. I could have anxiety by looking at a dog. So 
Right. Or yeah. you could have a fear of dogs. I could have a fear of dogs. Yeah. That's so true. you have to like consider everyone. That's true. If right. Yeah. If the dog's going to help you with that, your anxiety, your ang- the dog might be giving me anxiety. Right. That's yes. true. Yeah. So it's like uh, if you have to have your dog with you, you just have to be careful like where you're going. I mean, yeah. I was on on the elevator in the Four Seasons and there was a dog on the elevator. The man. That's fine. That's We're fine. We're not at a club drinking. Okay. Yes. Okay. Having a party, everybody's shaking their ass, dropping it like it's hot. I I dropped it like it was hot, and I picked it back up, and a dog was in, in my face. <laughs> I said, "What the hell is happening?" He was like, he was like, <laughs> and I was I was thinking, <laughs> I was he wanted thinking. a kiss. <laughs> he wanted a kiss, and I was like, "Oh hell no, yeah. no." Going to this party was the funniest thing ever. Okay, so Robin was responsible for not responsible, but Robin decided she was gonna call the Uber. Right. So Robin said, I got the Uber, y'all. So we was like, cool. Oh, and we got, oh, go, heading there. Heading to this party <laughs> that we went to. So Robin's like, I'm going to call the Uber, y'all. We, it's me, Robin, and Mia and Ashley, but then Ashley went somewhere else. Okay. Yes. So we're like, cool. She's like, I'm a, I am I called a premium or something. I don't know. Anytime we say we call in the car, I'm just assuming a suburban is pulling up. Okay? Well, okay. Back up. Okay. I ca- When I called the Uber, yeah. it was only Mia. It was only me and Mia. Oh, true. Okay. Okay. I don't. I don't need a, a SUV. Okay. Right for me and Mia. Okay, fine. Okay, but I did order a premium car. So what? Is, what does that include? What does premium, premium include? I mean, that could be like a Tesla, a BMW, a Mercedes. Oh, okay. A Acura, so that's nice. A, you know, Audi. A, okay. Yes. High end. Yes. Okay. A high end car. Okay. So pulled up. I don't know what it was. A Honda okay. Accord. Okay. It was a. <laughs> that's right. It was a Sonata. It was a something. It was something I didn't want to get in. Okay. So it was a Polestar. What the hell is that? Which I don't know. The driver said it was because, you know, of course, Giselle in the front seat. Okay. No, let's back <laughs> and up. she had to get let's in the front seat. back up. So, so I'm talking. So it's an electric car. The car comes up. I'm chit-chatting. So I'm not looking at the car. Next thing I know. Mia and Robin are in the back seat and they close the door and the front seat is open for me. So I have to sit up front with this dude and he smells like smoke. Yes, that's the problem. The car smelled like smoke. It, it, the The seats were fabric, you know, so in, in a premium car, it's not, and I'm not, okay, I'm not complaining, but I'm saying if it's a premium car. I was complaining about this Uber. It shouldn't have fabric right. seats. So I but turn it, But the, but the, the worst part was that it smelled like smoke. Right. And it probably smelled like smoke because the seats are fabric. And, and he smokes. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I turn around and look at Robin. I'm like, really, Robin? Really? And so Mia was like, Robin, call this. Robin, what? What? What is this? And Robin's like, I thought it was premium. It said premium. It's premium. It's premium. And then the dude who's driving the car says... He, he acts like he's about to pull over. And he says, right. is there a problem? Is there a problem? Ladies? Is there a problem? Now, he has a hat on. He has a bandana underneath his hat. He looks like... He's so been, dingy. He looks like he's been driving this car consecutively for four months. Yes. Okay? He's never gotten out the car. So I was like... I started getting scared. I was like, oh, hell no. There ain't no problem. Ain't no problem here. Keep driving, sir. Ain't no problem here. So... And I don't want Robin to get a bad rating. Okay? So he's oh driving God, down the street. <laughs> <laughs> he's driving down the street and he's zooming and he said so then Mia says well what kind of car is this yes. and he was like what did he say it, uh, he, he said it's, it's a, good well whatever he said it, this this is a $100,000 car that's what he said this man yeah. said it was a $100,000 car I promise you I was in a Honda Accord yeah. No Honda Accord that I know costs $100,000 so y'all what is a Polestar and are they $100,000 is it electric it's definitely electric Oh, but he, all electric cars aren't a hundred thousand dollars. No, like, so aren't, aren't, he punked the hell out of us. Uh oh, 
And um, Carly's fact checking. Ba- Pole stars. What's he basically told me I, the mic's not working. It's not working. Just t- just tell me what it was. How, how much it is? A twenty twenty one pole star costs a hundred and twenty. Th- Ooh, why? Why? Okay, so he might have been right. We were wrong. <laughs> well, but he let- needs his money back for what? Why would he pay one hundred twenty thousand dollars for that? That yeah, that was. A I need to know like what's special about it. And nothing. I, the, I think if it didn't smell, is like, this a bootleg tel- if it didn't Tesla? Smell like smoke, then we wouldn't be. You know, having this conversation. Yes. As much. It was the smoke issue. Okay. And that's, and I need to give him a bad reading. But, but look, but then you get out the car. So Giselle had on her heels. Yes. And she was changing her heels in the car into her slippers because we had to walk through a big, big old hotel. So she gets out of the car and the, the driver drives away. And then she realizes her strap fell off yes. of her sandal yes her my gucci, gucci diamond ish sandals yes and the only place it could be is in this man's car <laughs> i am on fire do you think this man is going to even pick up my call no to return this shit robin called him like she um was a crackhead and she needed her <laughs> fix okay robin is calling him back to back to back to back to back he did not answer the phone right and I that's was what like, you get for being nasty yeah well yeah pretty much <laughs> so i have actually taken those shoes to my cobbler and he is redoing them Okay. He's like gonna he's gonna re- recreate redo. the straps. Yes, 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 he is. Dang, Thank you. you did that all right. I did. I have a cobbler. Girl, today is Wednesday. We just got home on Monday. I handle my business, Robin Dixon. Jeez. I handle my business. Now I do want to make an apology to Summer House and Winter House. Okay. Because before Jason came into my life, I thought that all of them were raging drunk idiots. <laughs> I was convinced that every single last one of them are just complete. Fools. Okay. okay. Only half of them are. So, because of Jason and BravoCon, I've been able to meet some of them. Okay. And I realized they're nice people. Okay. Yes, I happen to like a, a couple of them. Right. So, I want to apologize to them. So, can I say, you know how people tell us, oh, you look better in person? Yes. You're, you're so, oh my God, you're so much prettier in person or whatever. Can I tell you that? Craig looks good in person. We're going to give that to Craig from Summer. No, Craig is from Southern Charm. Southern Charm. We're going to give that to Paige. Paige cleaned his ass up. No, 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 no. It, when I see pictures of him even today. Okay. Even from BravoCon. <laughs> okay. He looks. He does not look that good. Okay. But when you see that man in person. Right. It's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. He's very well dressed. His yes. hair is quaffed. He's nice. Like, and they're nice and tall. He's tall. He smells good. Yes. Well, actually, yeah, he smelled good. The other one probably smelled like last night. But <laughs> yeah, they, he smells great. Yes. Yeah. Now, Shep is another story. Yeah. But he we, looks like a fisherman. Yeah. I, I was going to say, uh, um, what do you call those people that live in the woods? A hillbilly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a hillbilly fisherman. Moving on. started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. 
This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. 
We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Last but not least, I did want to tell a funny story about um, uh, some fellow housewives. I don't know whether or not you know who these people are. One is from Beverly Hills, Dorit, who I actually love. And then one is from um, Salt Lake, Lisa Barlow, who I love too. Okay. And I've made it. it. And I've made it known Lisa Barlow talks a lot. A lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree. So I experienced that myself. Maybe a month, maybe a month or so ago, <laughs> or maybe two months ago. I don't know, it was a while ago. Um, Lisa Dorit and myself did a commercial right. for Haunted House. Right. And very cute. It was very cute. And by the mm-hmm. way, it's up for an award. <laughs> Literally. What kind of award? So wait a minute, did Robin just laugh at my award? <laughs> did, that wasn't even the point of the story. Was Robert throwing shade at the fact that I'm getting a freaking award for? What yes, kind of award? it's up for a commercial award. God damn it! So it's like commercial. The commercials, like the. <laughs> oh my- <laughs> it's up for a real award. Like really? I think, I think it's like an integration award. Okay, I like it. That's cool. Robin's a hater. No, it was just funny. I mean, I just <laughs> yes, okay, no, it is up for, for an award. Okay. So when they, those, that's a thing. Uh, yeah, it's a thing. So, yes. so in order for us to make these little commercials that y'all see, it's an all day thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a good nine, 10 hours. And whoever you're doing this with, y'all are like in each other's faces for nine, 10 hours. Right. Okay. So, um, someone came and told, no, I saw, um, Lisa Barlow. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my gosh, Giselle. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Did you hear her? Did you hear like, um, the commercial? Oh my gosh. It's up for an award. Do you think we're going to get the award? We're going to get the award. <laughs> yes, we are going to get the award. Oh my gosh. Like, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Like that she's gone. Oh my God. If you give Lisa one thought in her brain, oh, she's yes. going to run with yes. that shit. Okay. Yes. So I was like, really? She does not come up for air. No. So then yeah. I checked in with like somebody that would really know, like a Bravo exec. And they're like, yeah, you guys are up for an award. We'll let yeah. you know if you win. And I'm like, oh shit, I might have a little um, so, statue on my mantle. Who is the, who is like giving out the award? You still don't know. You're still a hater on this no, award. No, it's not even a point of my story. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, you're right. I know. I'm Listen, not. I hope I do get the award. I, I mean, hope you do, and then you could tell me who it came from. It came from the commercial gods. <laughs> okay. Okay. It came know. from Oscars. I'm just curious. Where okay. is it coming from? It it was a lot of acting that went into that commercial. It was. And it and I might get an Oscar. Okay. Okay. No, no, no. So uh, you're not. <laughs> so it's not possible. Anyway, so I run into Dorit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, girl, I uh, just want you to know, I heard we might be getting an, an award for the commercial. And she's like, oh, my gosh, Giselle, yes. They came and told me that um, we're up for this award. And yes, oh, my God, so chic, so fabulous. <laughs> so I was like, yes. And I walk away. So then the last day, I had to do another Watch What Happens Live. And I was doing it with Lisa Barlow. Okay. And I'm like, because Lisa and I are actually doing another commercial okay. next week. So we okay. were kind of talking about that. And she was like, oh, by the way, um, Dorit doesn't know who I am. <laughs> so I said, 
said, what do you mean? She said, yeah, I went up to her on the, on the, rec, on the press carpet and I told her that the commercial is up for an award. And she looked at me with a blank stare and said nothing. So, she said, I told her again. And she said, oh, okay, thank you, darling. And then kept doing her press. So I said, you know what's so crazy about that? She doesn't know who you are because when I told her about the award, she said, yeah, they came and told me as if it were a producer or an exec, not the person that she was in the commercial with. She's like, just how we were together for like nine, ten hours at the table. How could she not know who I am? I was like, girl, you are, you are definitely forgettable. Okay. Oh my just kidding. I didn't say she no, was forgettable. No, she's not. She's not she's, forgettable. But, but <laughs> Oh, my God. Doreen said, I don't know who the hell you are. That is funny now to me. That is funny. On brand. <laughs> that is it, though? I mean, what? I mean, I You spent mean. a whole day filming a commercial. And it wasn't like two years ago. It, this right. was literally that was recent. Less, this was three months ago, man. Three. <laughs> And and when I say a whole day, we're, the commercial, if you ever saw it, we were sitting at a table. Yeah. We are sitting at that table, close quarters all day. <laughs> and actually, we were talking. Okay, right. So I would say, as you reflect back, did, did Dorit and Lisa interact? Yeah, we had to. We had to read our lines to each other. We had to but, talk. Okay, outside of reading lines, um, did they interact? Do you know what I'm saying? A like, little bit. Not a lot. Dorit and I were doing most of the talking, like off, okay. off camera or whatever. But, um, and, and Lisa... In Dorit's defense, Dorit's defense, Lisa was sick that day. Oh. And they, and because, you know, these days, if somebody says somebody's sick, oh, we right. don't even, you the plague. We don't right. know, we're not dealing with you. So, but still, it's like, come on now. Still, yeah. <laughs> like, have you, did she even see the commercial? Like, you not, is it, I mean, are there people, some people out here, literally the world revolves around them. You no, know what I mean? But Dorit's not really like that. And real, I mean, uh, she. I mean, I know she has a persona on on Beverly Hills, but when you talk to her, you realize she's really sweet. She might be sweet, but she she really might like the her the world might revolve around her. You can be sweet and still think that the world revolves around you. True, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm just thinking. I don't. I don't know how you can sit and film a commercial with somebody <laughs> for eight nine hours a day and have no idea who they are. And then when they come and talk to you about the thing that y'all right. did together, they still don't know who right. you are. Right. And it's not like and they say the uh, the commercial is up for an award or yes. whatever and and you don't get like a oh you were the other girl in the right. commercial. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was funny to me. Okay. That's hilarious. Um, that's so funny. Okay, so I have a beef that we need to clear up. Okay. Are you ready for the beef? Yes, please. Of course. Because Robin and I are two different people with two different backgrounds. And so we speak differently. Okay. I speak water. She speaks water. Oh, okay. yes. Okay. Let me look at this poll. Okay. Response. So we asked you all to comment and let us know if I'm wrong or if Robin is wrong. So Shayna. not wrong. Like just how do you pronounce water? Well, I feel like the way I pronounce it is right. It's not. Therefore, you would be wrong. It's wrong. Okay. So Shayna said it's water, not water. There we go. He, he, he. Okay. There we go. Hold on. I ain't done yet. Jennifer said, ladies, my husband tells me all the time that I'm saying it wrong. I'm a green-eyed white girl born and bred in Howard County. Love you, ladies. She said it's water. Like the way Giselle you say said it. it. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. What all do right, you have to say? Keep going. Yeah. Keep, keep, that's, puff, that's all keep I'm puffing a- your chest up. 
Go ahead. Oh, my chest is puffed. Okay. Okay. So we did a poll on October 18th. Okay. On Reasonably Shady. On Reasonably Shady's mm-hmm. page. And I asked, how do you pronounce water? Yes. Do you pronounce the way Robin pronounces it or the way Giselle pronounces it? Yeah. What do you think the, what do you think? I think it was a good 50-50. 90-10. What? Water. <laughs> Robin pronunciation uh, not, uh, so, so you had all your family no. go on to our <laughs> instagram my bots. page yes I, I paid for some yes bots. you paid your <laughs> bots to go on the instagram page and say water would you like to see just so you know i'm not lying okay okay <sighs> okay whatever ada roberts asks she says one more thing i hear people typically americans say lay your am i saying lay your lawyer, lawyer. or lawyer yeah lawyer or I, what, 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 what do you say? Lawyer. Lawyer? <clears throat> Excuse me. Lawyer? Lawyer. I say lawyer. I say lawyer. Okay, so that's an American thing. Okay. So people in other countries say lawyer? I don't know. That's what she, she said. They say lawyer? She said, I say the second one. Okay, lawyer. But it's spelled... L-A-W, so it should lawyer. be lawyer. Right. Yeah. Or we say lawyer. Or we can say attorney. Yeah, let's just say attorney. <laughs> <laughs> we can say attorney. But yes. I, okay, so overall, was your BravoCon experience pleasurable or were you like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired and my feet hurt? Yeah. So this BravoCon, I felt, was a lot less stressful. Okay. Um, It was... It was like pretty seamless. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of people felt that way because the venue in Vegas is like eight times bigger than the venue in New York. Yeah. The Javits Center. Yeah. So it was just a lot more space for the fans to spread out mm-hmm. for, you know, Bravo talent to kind of be in different places. Yeah. And I felt that like I didn't feel overwhelmed. Um, our schedules were also better. Like, I think yes. I feel like they made our schedules like very compact. So yeah. it's like. You know, I know you worked a little bit more than I did, but I finished on Saturday at 3 p.m. Okay. Right. And then and then I was able to like book an appearance yeah. later and, and get a little extra money, which was great. Yeah. Where I felt like before it was just like we were going nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then we didn't have our merchandise booths, which yeah. kind of, you know, it's like a good and a bad thing. The good thing was that we were able to really just enjoy BravoCon. Mm-hmm. But then on the flip side, like we really weren't able to get out there and be with the fans like as much as we were um, in New York. But the the marketplace, like the Bravo, I think it was called Bravo Marketplace, was where like the booths were. Yeah, the bazaar. Is that what they call it? Maybe. That was so cute. I didn't even really walk through. Like I walked to, oh, I walked on the main floor Uh one time to see my um, speaker in the museum. Yes, I saw the picture. Yeah. The, the speaker. Yes. Yes. So I had to go visit my speaker in the exhibit. <laughs> it was so cute. They yeah. had it in a little glass <laughs> glass box. I like saw it's it. It's an actual museum. I was like, this is so funny. Um, but the floor itself, like it was just so, it was just, it was nice. It was a lot of activations. Yes. Very spread out. Did you see my, the thing I did for Winter House, that activation? I saw a video. You yes. posted it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was, well, it, was on, it was on Bravo TV. But I didn't TV. see it in person, but I saw I saw a video of it. So, it, um, so Winter House had, for their activation, you put on like a white like like fur jacket and they had like the glasses like you were yeah. going skiing. Yeah. And then they shot like like snow, like, like a snow yeah. drift in your oh, that's face. that's cute. Yeah. Where was the Potomac activation? Where oh. were like the cherry blossoms slapped in your face? <laughs> and like, wh- give me that. 
Okay. So what other activations did you see? And wait like- a minute. So and the only reason why I so um uh, Bravo exec told me about it because yeah. he's like you definitely have to go check out the winter house because of Jason the winter house activation yeah it's so good so I did yeah so we, Jason and I did it together but after I did it I was like so y'all spending all this money on on winter house where right. is the Potomac activation right well you know they spend money on the things that they some some things that they need to push a little bit harder that's true right like we're we're established we don't need them to i i need for the people to take people know about potomac right true but it's great for the fans to be able to go to the potomac activation and get slapped with a cherry blossom right that is like (laughs) awesome like who wouldn't want to do that (laughs) true one thing um i want to give a shout out i think she said she listens to the podcast i met a lady that flew from australia yes she said this was the First time she ever left Australia yes. to come to BravoCon. Yes. And she and I'm like, are you by yourself? And she said, yes. Yeah, she I remember traveled her. by herself. I'm just like, wow. And she listened to the podcast. Yes. And she was so sweet. She waited in line to take pictures with us. Yes. She was so super sweet. So we want to say thank you. We I, I can't remember your name. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but I didn't thank get you her so name, much. But thank you. Yeah. I mean, just a thank you to everyone who traveled. And then meeting so many people were like, yeah, I met you last year at BravoCon and I'm on an, I'm getting my another picture. And I'm like, wow, like you yes. all really, really, really enjoy I mean, think about the experience. money that they're spending. Yeah. Yes. And then the people that, um, that took pictures with me and Robin. They gave us bracelets, reasonably shady bracelets. Yes, we got friendship bracelets. Yes, thank, thank you. you. I've been wearing mine. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, if anybody else wants to send us money, feel free. <laughs> Whatever else you want to send us, feel free. <laughs> yes. But I, I thought it was, uh, I definitely think Bravo um, listened to a lot of, like the surveys that they send out. Yes. I think they listen to people. Yep. Um, and I, th- I think, they're never going to leave Vegas. I think I don't. Yeah. I mean, Vegas is so set up for it. Even yeah. though I'm not a Vegas fan, it's set up for what we were doing. Yeah. The only thing about Vegas and, and maybe it's because like we were there at the same time when they're like building this Formula One racetrack. Yeah. Which I think is this week. Is it? I think so. OK. The traffic <sighs> was horrendous. Just like, yeah. you know, all the properties are a mile, two miles yeah. apart. And it would literally take like 30 minutes or more to get from one place to the other. Yeah. Um, um, so that kind of sucks. And I also want to say, um, before we wrap up Vegas, that um, Robin and I went to go see Usher. Yes. Usher, 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 Usher. And um, I don't understand what the hell I was watching. Like, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Usher. I'm not really a huge Usher fan, but I respect right. his 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 hustle. And I love his songs. I do. Yes. Um, so he had, he had like these dancers in the background and there there was no cohesion with the dancers. Like yeah. one had on like like their wardrobe. There the was wardrobe, no like one had on booty shorts, one had on a ball gown, yeah. one had on Timberlands, one had on heels. Didn't understand it. Right. And I'm used to seeing Beyonce. I know. Where everyone is dressed the same. I was like, I'm so sorry that uh, be- everything I said about Beyonce, I take it back. You should. Because <laughs> we went to the Usher concert. No shade to Usher, but we went See, to the Usher okay. concert. All right. Carly gave Usher's show a 10 out of 10. But Carly is a Usher fan. Yes. I feel like he changed his show. Really? Yeah, because I feel like the way people describe like the newer shows... Uh-huh. Not last summer, but the summer before. Oh, well, maybe I, I, he. I, well, I know some people that saw those shows, yes. and they said he needed to improve. Uh-huh. So we saw the improvement. Oh, okay. And I'm no, well, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying Usher was great. 
it was just the show of it all because we're used to the queen bee right exactly and the queen bee bee being yeah it was a lot of randomness i felt yeah it was a lot of randomness but yes i mean his the the songs are great i who knew he like it's so crazy you when you're there you're like oh my gosh he has so So many many songs so many so many hits and it's the thing but i'm uh but for me it's like okay i enjoyed the show but i wasn't like you know i didn't get my life or whatever like i'm not on my daily life picking to play a um usher playlist no do you know what i'm saying but yeah. if an usher song comes on when i'm in the club or in the car or whatever and i'm like yeah. yeah i'm gonna sing it but i'm not ever putting on an usher album right or selecting usher he at some point in the show he was like in the middle of the audience like he yeah. was on this platform yeah unless you fly in the sky stay on the stage like yeah. unless yeah, yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah, fly yeah. around like beyonce right stay on the stage but I guess he wanted to get closer to the people. I don't know. And then, of course, you know, everyone saw the clip of him with uh, Kenya. Kenya. Yes. So <laughs> so side story. So Kenya um, texted me earlier that day and she was like, hey, I have an extra ticket to see Usher if you want to sit, you yeah. know, want to come with me. And I said, no, because we already had tickets. Right. Had I been sitting next oh to Kenya. God. Oh, my God. That would have been. Because <laughs> I think Kenya thought she was really on an Usher date. I she it looked like they were, she thought they were in a room by themselves. <laughs> we love you, like, Kenya, girl. Yeah. But <laughs> she was so, I mean, I actually like was impressed by how she handled that. Cause I yeah. know I would have been like, oh my God, back up. Like, you know, cause I just don't find, I don't, I don't find him. Yeah. It's sexy. That he's, yeah. Like I'm not attracted to him or I'm okay. not like, oh my God, oh sure. Yeah. I but, know somebody that sucked his penis. Yeah. She told me. <laughs> and, and, and can I tell you? She said she enjoyed it. Can I tell you? Uh-huh. He didn't suck her. The entire show, <laughs> that's all I could think about because it yeah. is the most random. Okay, no, we, we can't be saying this. He's married. Oh, no, this was a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> this is a long time ago. Very long time ago. Moving on. As a matter of fact, that's our show. We love y'all so much. Don't ever forget to live your life either reasonable or shady. Or both. Bye. Reasonably Shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Mother's Day is right around the corner, and in true She Pivots fashion, we're highlighting moms who've dedicated their lives and their pivots to supporting mothers. The iconic Christy Turlington will join us to talk about launching Every Mother Counts after pivoting from her 90s supermodel days. And later, the co-CEOs of Baby to Baby will share how they're addressing the needs for millions of babies and moms. So tune in and subscribe to She Pivots. New episodes out every Wednesday. 
listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.